Welcome to another Truth Matters episode where we discuss all things truth from a biblical standpoint. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. And here we are again with episode 21 We've made it this far And if you are still with us Thank you so much for tuning in again To another episode of Truth Matters Podcast Today we're going to keep it real simple and brief But we're going to talk about a very important subject Yes, we have got five practical ways On how to have a prayer life Establish a prayer life Or maybe if you already have one These are just five tips for you And first of all, I want to say that um, it's very important for you as a Christian to have a prayer life. So I want to I want to make that point. It is so so important because uh, look back at Jesus's life and Jesus prayed. Yes, and that's all the reason you need. If the Scripture says nothing else about it, that's all the reason you need to believe that you need to pray. Amen. All right. The first one is to start today if you haven't already. Start today. Don't wait till tomorrow because uh, you know there's no promise of tomorrow. You know uh, the saying goes, "Tomorrow never comes," and you're just going to be in the same little rut of saying, "Well, I'll do it tomorrow," and before you know it, you're going to get busy and you're going to keep putting it off. So why not just start today, even if it's for two or three minutes, right? Right where you're at, or if you want to go to a room by yourself, start right now, right where you're at. And I love that you mentioned just two or three minutes because a lot of times we can get caught up in the fact of, I have to pray for an hour, I have to pray for 30 minutes. If you're starting today, just like you said, just start out with a couple of minutes and then just build on that. Right. You know, um, of course, my pastor, you know, he's a he's a great man of God, and uh, he always uh, says that he's addicted to prayer, and I love that. You know, he has a prayer life of an hour a day, and there may be times he'll pray more, there may be times he prays a little less. But uh, as far as his daily habit, it's an hour a day. And I love that. Uh, He's got a set amount of time that he prays during the day. And, you know, not that he doesn't pray when he's uh, at the grocery or, you know, when he's doing other things. But um, I love that, that uh, he has a time of prayer. And, you know, Daniel, he had a time of prayer. True. Uh, Three times a day he would go uh, to his chambers and open his windows and he would pray. Uh, Three times a day he had a particular time uh, to pray. In the Bible, there was a set time of prayer Mm. that the Jewish people would go pray. And so there's different times and different uh, ways people do it. So you need to find out what works for you and what what God is dealing with you to do according to your spiritual level. Um, And if you hear a noise in the background, we've got little Ellie with us. (laughs) It's it's actually kind of late right now, and she won't go to sleep. Um, She just she has to be up with everybody else. Uh, we tried to get her to go to sleep, but she just uh, she just likes to be awake with the family. So, um, but anyway, set time. Start today and find your time. Yeah. Find your place. 
That was number two. That's number two. Find a time and a place. <laughs> Perfect segue, Matt. <laughs> right. A, a time and a place. You know, you, it may be better for you to pray fresh in the morning, and maybe you go to work early and everybody else is asleep, and you can get along with God. I know a brother in Christ that always prays at nighttime because he feels like there's nothing going on at nighttime, there's no distractions, and that's the best time for him. Yeah. You know, I've always said I like to pray while I'm driving down the road that's, because yeah. it's almost like I'm, you know, God's sitting next to me and I'm talking to him while I'm driving. Yeah. But, you know, we know he's all around. Right. Um, but the the important thing is you need to get a time and a place that you you don't have any distractions or anything True. in the way and and set that time and set that place. And say if you get busy one day and you have schedules you have to meet Rearrange that time, but make sure you set a time and place every day yeah. to pray to God. I'm glad you mentioned about the car because that was one thing I was going to mention is um, before I became a stay-at-home mom, I worked about 45 minutes away, and that was my time in the morning to just have me and God time was in the car during that 45-minute drive. And let me tell you, I had some really great prayers. <laughs> I did that too when I worked uh, a little ways away from home. I would always pray on the way to work and from work. And... Um, you know, I'm I'm always talking to God, even if I don't have a set time, uh, you know, that time that I'm praying, I'm always talking to God yeah. throughout my day because it's a, a relationship that we have together. True. He's with me always and and I'm talking to him and I'm I'm relating to him and I'm I'm asking him things, you know, is this God, is this approved of you? Is this something you want me to do? Or, you know, God, thank you for this day. You know, just constantly in communion with him. Yeah. And so uh, that's another point that I want to make is don't just cut him off. Don't just give him a, just a little schedule and say, mm-hmm. well, that's my time with God. I'm done. I can do what I want now. Yeah. No, walk with him. Talk with him. He's your God. He's your father. He's your friend. And he doesn't want to be put on a schedule, so to speak. Mm. He wants to be walking with you hand in hand every day and living and breathing and, mm. and relating with him in Holy Communion with him. That's it right there. <clears throat> All right, number... Three is to remove the distractions. Remove the distractions. Right. And one of the biggest distractions, and I talked about this a couple weeks ago in a recent podcast, you need to hear that one, about uh, being a prisoner of your cell phone. And one of the greatest distractions, I think, in my life to prayer is, you know, having the cell phone. And uh, I've got to put that thing on Do Not Disturb. Because if I don't, I'm going to get some dings and rings, and I'm going to get some distractions there. Not that they're not important things, but, you know, it's my time with God. It's it's His time for me to give Him His time and to talk to Him and look to Him and focus on Him and put the world aside. Because, trust me, folks, um, if you put it aside for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, it'll be there when you get back. Yeah. Okay? So remove all distractions. Uh, TV, um, if, if you're... You know, you've got children and you can't really get away from them. They're small and you need to be uh, watching them. How about nap time? Yeah. You know, during nap time, go pray, Mama, uh, during nap time. Or if you want to get a sitter, just somebody to come over for 30 minutes uh, while you go pray. Don't be embarrassed to ask. Yeah, or uh, get up before they get up. That's a good one that I've been trying to implement lately is trying trying my best to get up at least 30 minutes before they do. That way I can get my prayer time and my <coughs> scripture reading time in. Right. So remove all distractions, whatever those distractions are, remove those distractions. 
If you enjoy Truth Matters podcast and would like to help this ministry continue spreading the truth of the gospel, consider becoming a patron. This ministry is 100% listener supported. Becoming a patron is safe, easy, and you can give a monthly gift as little as $1, $10, $100, or a one-time donation of any amount. Simply send us an email at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com and we'll forward you the information you need to sign up. Thank you in advance. Your help is truly appreciated. When I pray, I like to kind of get in a room I lock the door. I turn the fan on, yeah. <laughs> so I have a little noise, and I turn the lights off because I don't. I don't even want my eyes to be distracted by things, you know, mm-hmm. looking around. I just I like that. That's my kind of mood. Yeah. And number four is don't get caught up in a routine prayer. Yeah. And what I mean by that is don't feel like you have to pray a certain way every day. Yeah. And that's the way you've got to pray. Be led by the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit of God. If you we are the children of God. We're the sons of God. Be led by His Spirit. Mm. And you may, somebody may come to mind while you're praying. Pray for that person. Yeah. They may have some needs that, that you may have that uh, key. Uh, you may say those particular words that God needs to hear so He can go activate that healing or that deliverance or whatever they need. Pray for your, your pastor, your leaders. Pray for our nation. Yeah. You, there's so much you can pray about. Don't ever think you don't have enough to pray about. That's true. Because God knows we have a lot to pray about now, especially. Yeah. But don't be in a routine. Don't feel like you have to always pray out loud. You can, That's true. You can uh, pray in your mind. Yep. And another thing I was going to mention is sometimes if you don't have the words to say, which this happens to me a lot, it's, I don't know, it's like there's so much that I want to say, but I just don't know how to get it out. I like to write God letters. I like to just sit down. I like, and sometimes it's in letter form, and sometimes it's just like jotting down notes. Sometimes it's just jotting down prayers. And I'm very much of a pen and paper type person. So for me to just sit down and write out on a piece of paper really, really helps me sometimes. Uh, I did that at one time for years. I would write down in a journal. I would just write down my prayers. And I just had silent prayers for years. Yeah. And uh, that was just kind of the season that I was in. I just wanted to pour my heart out secretly to the Lord. And um, and He still honors he that. He honors that. He, yeah. he looks at your heart. He looks at your intention and believe me, praying verbal prayers are very powerful. Yes. Because there's things you need to speak into existence. It's true. And you have the power to do that because the Bible says you have life and death in your tongue. Yes. And it is powerful. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, the Bible right. says. A heated boiling on fire, a, a fervent prayer is very powerful. So don't ever take that lightly. The fifth practical way to have a prayer life is make it a habit. How do you make it a habit? Studies show that doing the same thing for at least 30 days or more can create a habit. So it may take some time for you to create that habit of prayer. You may fall. You may fail. You may uh, one day get so busy you for, you utterly forget. But don't beat yourself up. Yep. You made a mistake. Do better. Try it again. And make it a habit. Yep. And and push yourself and discipline yourself because it's your choice, Christian. God told you already in His Word to pray. Yep. And as a matter of fact, in First Thessalonians five and seventeen, it says, "Pray without ceasing." Yep. So, He's told us in His Word. Now it's up to you to do that. And I promise you, you do this for thirty days. Oh man! It may not even take this long. You do this for thirty days, and you watch your attitude change. That's you watch your mentality change. You watch the words that come out of your mouth, the thoughts that go into your mind that you contemplate on, the actions you act upon. You watch 
the change in your life. I That's promise true. you, you cannot pray and be persistent in prayer and God not do something. That's right. Amen. Especially if you believe. That's true. <laughs> so, One thing I wanted to add is I really wanted to do this podcast because a lot of times we hear it in sermons and in, in, in when we hear preaching, we always hear, you know, you should have a prayer life or you should read your scripture more, but we need some practical ways. Sometimes when I hear that, I'm like, okay, well, how? Tell me how. How am I supposed to do that, staying at home with four children? So I wanted us to do this podcast for five practical ways on how to establish a prayer life. Right. This is great. Simple stuff that we really need to be reminded of sometimes, and maybe some people don't even know. How do I start this? Yeah, new Christians. Right. The five ways, one more time. Number one, start today. Number two, find a time and a place. Number three, remove all distractions. Number four, don't get caught up in the routine. And number five, make it a habit. And trust me, if you do number one, number five will follow. Start today. Yes. Make it a habit. Pray without season. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day.